Welcome to Kelly Counts Macros Podcast. I'm Kelly Mozzie, mom of two, wife to a Yankees fan, a lover of exercise, nutrition, handbags, and all things peanut butter, popcorn, and chocolate, not to mention homemade puppy chow. I'm on a mission to transform the lives of busy individuals who are frustrated and overwhelmed. I get it. You're tired of endless Googling, saving, and pinning on social media, trying to figure out how to permanently lose weight, have tone muscles, and feel comfortable in your own skin again. You've tried it all and are ready for the last stop on the dieting train. I'll give you a virtual hug and a kick in the bum to kickstart your goals while enjoying pizza, wine, and chocolate. I'm glad you're here. I hope you stick around a while. Well, welcome back. And I think you're going to love today's episode. We are going to talk about tracking when you're outside of your home, tracking at a restaurant, tracking at a friend's house, or perhaps macro tracking when you're at an event. So it's going to biggie size your results so that when you go out to eat, whether it be at a restaurant or a stag and drag, have any of y'all here to, heard of a stag and drag? Um, I live in Pennsylvania, and it's a big celebration before a wedding where you basically eat and drink and make money for the bride and groom. So, or maybe you're going to grandma's house. So how you can use the skills and the knowledge that I teach you on today's episode so that you can stick to your macros and calories while living a normal social life. You know, how you can eliminate the anxiety and the guilt that you feel that you're used to feeling maybe after a meal and drinks um, out or as you head to a meal, you're anxious about eating out. I'm going to help you become the best social macro tracker out there. So like I said, there's a variety of social situations in which your macro tracking skills will be put to the test. So I'm going to cover the four types that I see come up most frequently with my clients. Number one, of course, eating out at a restaurant. Number two, having a meal at a friend or family member's house. Number three, um, attending a, a picnic or a stag and drag or a potluck at work. Number four, a celebration meal. So let's talk about scenario number one, eating out at a restaurant. With dining out, options continue to expand. Our lives are busier than ever. You know, eating out at a restaurant is something most people don't want to avoid. It's fun. I love to go out and have drinks and a nice meal with fresh ingredients on top of a rooftop bar or head to a local brewery and enjoy a meal with my husband, my family, or friends. In fact, Americans report eating out four to five times per week on average. So eating out is a normal part of life and should not be avoided. So first off, we need to work on rewiring that brain when it comes to eating out. There are no good foods and no bad foods. Having a piece of chocolate cake is not bad. Eating a salad is not good. So there's two awful scenarios you might be putting yourself in mentally when you go out to eat. Number one, you don't eat because if you do, you feel like you're cheating. And number two, you eat and then you ride that guilt roller coaster after because you did something wrong. These are both yucky feelings. Restaurants and your occasional need to eat them, you know, eat out at them. Um, it's, it's in your best interest to know how to have these meals work with us and our goals instead of against us. So with that being said, let's get to it. So there are times tracking your macros from a restaurant is going to be incredibly easy. And there are times tracking your macros from a restaurant will be more of a challenge. 
notice I said it will be a challenge, not impossible. Um, many people struggle with tracking their macros from restaurants because as soon as they are unsure of how to track the meal they're eating, they get frustrated and they give up. Perhaps this is you. So, however, the fact of the matter is there's never a time where tracking your macros is impossible. Never. You can always find something somewhere to log. And while it may end up being less than perfect or accurate, getting it right 50% is a lot better than just throwing in the towel and getting it 0% right. So removing that all or nothing mentality that I talk about so often. So when tracking your macros at a restaurant is easy is when the restaurant you're eating at provides the nutrition facts. So you do an internet search to see if the restaurant has nutrition facts listed on their website. You type in the good old Google bar, the restaurant name, um, Olive Garden Nutrition Facts. Perfect. They do. So you're able to see the macronutrient breakdown of each menu listed on the item. So you can order something that will fit into your remaining macros for the day, or better yet, you look at the menu beforehand and pre-track it right there. Million dollar tip peeps, listen up, pre-track it beforehand, look at the menu beforehand and work your day around it. So you go back and forth between the menu and the listed nutrition facts to decide what you want to eat. Once you make a decision on what you want to order, Search in my Macros Plus app, that's the app that I use, um, to see if it exists in the database. So you would type in Olive Garden Shrimp Alfredo, for example. So if you're able to find the listing, just confirm the nutrition information, um, match it up, and double check it. And if it's correct, log it and your work is done. If it's incorrect, in My Macros Plus, there's a custom entry. You can just custom entry the food um, and the work is done. And then you just enjoy your meal. So simple enough, right? So within a matter of minutes, in a click of a few buttons, you're enjoying a meal, a meal out with friends and family with a peace of mind that you're not sabotaging your goals. So when tracking your macros at a restaurant becomes a little bit more challenging, you know, the restaurant you're eating at does not provide the nutrition facts. So you do an internet search to see if the restaurant has nutrition facts listed on their website. So you put in restaurant name, Los Compadres Nutrition Facts. Oh, they don't. This Mexican restaurant you're eating at is a mom and pop kind of a place um, that hardly even has a website. So now what? You're confused as to what the macro uh, nutrient breakdown is of their menu items. And you're unsure of the best thing to order to fit in your remaining macros for the day. So this is where most people get frustrated and say, screw it in order without their goals in mind. Because if they don't know how to track it, why bother? You might as go, well go off the rails. So that's that all or nothing mentality creeping in. So repeat the same process, but search for a chain restaurant that is in the same food category and locate their nutrition facts. If you're going to a mom and pop burger joint, type in five guys nutrition facts. If you're going to a Mexican restaurant, type in Tex-Mex uh, nutrition facts. If you're going out for Chinese, type in Panda Express nutrition facts. 
Look at the chain's nutrition facts and pick out a few menu items that would fit well within your macros for the rest of the day. So once you've identified them, see if the restaurant that you're eating at, the mom and pop restaurant, has a similar item and you can order that. So for example, Tex-Mex chicken fajitas would equal Los Compadres chicken fajitas. So once you decide that you're ordering that, search in the My Macros Plus app um, if it exists in the database and check it, double check it to see if the nutrition facts are, are the same. If they're correct, log it and your work is done. If incorrect, once again, just do a custom entry um, and that will save in your app and enjoy your meal. And I know what you're going to say to me next, but Kelly, the nutrition facts of Tex-Mex's chicken fajitas aren't going to be the same as the nutrition facts for Las Compadres chicken fajitas. It's going to mess up my macros. The truth is if the restaurant provides the nutrition facts and you log it exactly as you have them, it's not going to be perfect. So Sam is going to make your order of chicken fajitas with an extra piece of chicken than Sally would. Sally's going to saute your onions and peppers with a bit more oil than Ben. Ben's going to load more chicken on your plate and oil than Sam and Sally. So my point, you know, being is while each menu item is prepared the same and they should have the same nutritional value, chefs are not robots and each one is going to prepare them in a slightly different manner. So you will drive yourself crazy if you stress about this. So here's a rule that I tell my private clients to help counteract that anxiety. If you take the time and the effort to go through the steps that I just laid out above, as soon as you log that meal, accept it as accurate, quit thinking about it, quit doubting it, put that phone away and enjoy your meal. Because remember, we are after sustainability within your plan that keeps you healthy, happy, and sane. So with this being said, remember embracing the 80-20 principle, meaning 80% of the time you eat nutritious, you know, nutrient-dense foods, 20% of the time you're including fun foods. All right, scenario two, you're eating out at a friend's house or family member's house. So let's go over this. Now, the old failing to plan is planning to fail. So sounds corny, right? But it's incredibly true. So think about the times in your life when you've had the most success, accomplishing a goal or a task. You did well on an exam. You crushed your marathon. You built a house. You likely had some sort of a plan in place that ultimately led to that success. So it's no different with tracking macros. You know, you're more likely to hit your macros at the end of the day when you go into the day with some sort of structure, some sort of plan. Um, this is especially important on days when you have an, an evening event or a special dinner plan. There's nothing worse than planning on eating something at the end of the day only to get there and realize that a handful of chips you grabbed at lunch or opting for oatmeal at breakfast instead of eggs um, and you don't have the calories left over for it. So let's cover not just how to log at a friend's house, but also how to approach the day, you know, eating the rest of the day to account for it. So let's go over a quick example. <clears throat> it's Sunday night and your coworker Tim texts you. 
Hey man, a couple of guys from the office are going to come to my place for pizza and wings to watch the Monday night football game. Um, you should come. So of course you respond that you love to and ask if you can help with the food in any way, because you're wise, you're a wise macro tracker. Um, so you're asking to find out what the menu is going to look like, where the pizza and wings are from, so you can log them. So he's taking care of it and he's saying, I'll be getting it from Domino's. All right, time to set off planning. So the football get together is your food focal point for the next day. So where do you start? You do an internet search and find that Domino's has their nutrition facts listed on their website. So estimating how much you will eat and drink. So you log two pieces of pizza, four wings, and two beers. Um, you know, you don't know what type of beer they'll have on hand, but you plan to stop at the store and bring a case of Miller Lite, and you know that that's 96 calories. So next, you log your, your protein shake. Um, as you know, you'll be getting in a quick workout in between work and the game. So you um, log your, your post-workout protein shake. Next step, breakfast. So knowing that a major chunk of the fat and the carbs are being drained with the pizza, wings, and beer, you make sure to keep your fats low and your carbs moderate. So maybe a veggie, an egg white omelet, and coffee is what you decide. But because you eat an early breakfast, it's rare that you make it to lunch without needing to eat something. So you log a high protein, low fat and low carb um, snack, maybe a Greek yogurt mixed with peanut butter powder, like a PB2. Next, you know you always get hungry in between lunch and your workout, so you log a protein bar, perhaps a built bar, which are my favorite. The only meal left to figure out is lunch and looking in your app, you see you have a little bit of fat left. Um, you still need a good amount of protein and a fair amount of carbs. So you do meal prep every Sunday and you have your pre-cooked chicken breast in the fridge that you whipped up earlier. Um, grab a bag of lettuce and Bolt House Ranch um, and you can hit your macro targets with that. The best part, you go to bed Monday night, having hit your macros, eaten some delicious and nutritious meals along the way, enjoyed pizza, wings, beer, and football with your buddies. But best part of it all, you can sleep with zero guilt or worry that you cheated or sabotage your goals while doing so. So scenario three, potluck, event, picnic, stag and drag, get together. So I think out of all the conversations that I have with my clients, this is the type of social situation that people seem to have the most confusion. They're anxious about it. They feel like it's going to be difficult to eat. Um, and for good reason, I get that. But, you know, you can't look at the menu beforehand to plan what you're going to eat. Nobody brings nutrition facts to the party along with their dish. And half the time, right, you don't even know what you're eating. So this is unique and it requires a unique approach, okay? So you wake up and you remember you have a potluck dinner at the neighbor's house uh, that evening. So you start your food planning for the day. You know the dishes everyone will be bringing. Um, you don't know. You don't know the dishes everyone will be bringing, but you do know a few things. Okay, you know your macros for the day, right? 
Um, and typically the food at the, in these situations are high carb, high fat, you know, moderate to low protein. So with this information, you put a general plan around how many drinks you plan on having and you create a log for them. So you estimate that you will have two drinks, hopefully stick to the plan, um, and you estimate and pre-track two vodka sodas. Now you're thinking to yourself, you're going to get there and how am I going to eat? How am I going to track? So my rule is one plate. Don't go back for seconds. Put on it what you really want. A great way to think about it is dividing the plate. So dividing the plate in half and then another quarter and another quarter. So this may be around maybe 600 calories. Removing the all or nothing mentality here, okay? Fill half the plate with yummy fresh green salad full of veggies that Aunt Kathy brought and Uncle Howie made chicken on the grill. So you can quarter the plate, put chicken on, um, from the grill on there and Cousin Beth made your favorite cupcakes. So the next quarter would be your homemade cupcake that your cousin made for you. So done, sit down and enjoy. So now that you have your potluck event accounted for, let's talk about the rest of the day. So let's start with your protein shake because you have that every day, for example. Um, you're probably gonna need some kind of snack between breakfast and lunch. So you log that next. Maybe you have, you're on the run doing um, errands. So you pack beef jerky, um, and a tuna pouch, tuna packet. And you know that you're going to work out and you want something for after your workout. So you are going to pre-track a plan, uh, built bar and plan on eating a protein bar. So now all you have left is lunch, right? Probably a little bit of fat left. You need to get your protein in and some carbs, Oh no, you went to your sister's house yesterday and you didn't have time to meal prep. You know, what are you going to do? All right, let's go to Chipotle. Uh, go to Chipotle for lunch and get a burrito bowl. You hop online. Chipotle has a um, nutrition calculator. Super easy. Just customize your bowl that fits your numbers. Perfect. So you look at your My Macros Plus app, which means you are planning for the perfect day. And the best part, it's all mapped out for the entire day. You have the plan. There's no guilt or worry, or and you don't feel like you're cheating or sabotaging your goals. All right, let's talk about the final, the final situation. So a celebration meal. It's Friday morning, phone rings, it's your mama. Don't forget you have your brother Jimmy's graduation this evening. And we're all going out to dinner. You're macro counting, you're in a, in a cut and panic sets in. You love your brother. You want to spend time with your family. You want to spend time with him, but you also don't want to stray from hitting your macros and know that a meal out will make it more challenging. So wanting to plan ahead as much as possible, you say to your mom, great. Do you know what restaurant we're going to? She tells you the name of an Italian restaurant where dinner will be and you hang up. So while I could tell you the best way to account for this dinner, and if you want to do that, go back to scenario one and rinse and repeat. 
But instead, I want you to think about the concept of replacement meals and celebration meals. So a replacement meal would be something like eating at a restaurant to replace an otherwise normal meal. So you're eating at Chick-fil-A because you forgot your lunch that day. Um, you didn't pack your lunch. You forgot you left the house. You went to work. You're, you're going to have to go to Chick-fil-A. Okay. A celebration meal is more something that you eat to celebrate, right? So anniversary, graduation, birthday, the real, you know, the real reason for the meal is the occasion and the person that you're celebrating. So when you're eating lunch at Chick-fil-A, because you didn't have time to pack one before leaving the house and need food, you know, this is an important distinction to make and question you know, every time you're eating meal, a meal at a restaurant, why are you eating out? Um, because the answer is going to largely determine how to choose to approach the meal from a tracking and macros perspective. And frankly, if you choose to track the meal at all. Yes, I said it. I'm a macro coach that doesn't want you to track every single meal. So it is important to consistently stick to the plan and track your macros to achieve the results that you're after. I believe wholeheartedly it's equally as important to be able to step away, step away from the numbers for one meal. There's no need to freak out. So, you know, it depends on your goals, the timeline on what you're trying to achieve them and your consistency with hitting your macros. You know, you can de determine how much wiggle room you allow yourself with, with sticking to it. So, for instance, if you're trying to get bikini ready for your vacation in four weeks, hitting your macros may be a non-negotiable. Track Jimmy's graduation dinner and stay on point. If there really is no deadline for your goal and you're just trying to lose weight, build healthy habits, and enjoy life at the same time, I would recommend giving yourself some leeway. Don't track Jimmy's graduation dinner. Put your phone away. Don't think about macros. Live in the moment. Enjoy the time with your loved ones. Don't eat like a jerk and order the least healthy thing on the meal, but it's one meal. And just like hitting your macros perfectly during it wouldn't instantly bring your goal, neither will not hitting them perfectly. Okay. I like to preach memories over macros. So click on the link in the notes for your DIY custom macro free guide with the exact calculator that you need to lose weight to reveal your toned muscles without confusion and overwhelm. Stay tuned for next week. Um, don't forget about my eight-week shred. That's always open in September, January, and April. Um, if you want in on the shred, go to Kelly Counts Macros to join the shred or be on the wait list so that you can feel comfortable in your own skin as soon as possible and love having your picture taken. Please hit the follow or subscribe button so that you continue to lose weight to reveal tone muscles while gaining the confidence that you deserve. You guys are always doing so much better than you think you are. I mean that until next time.